Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Before we get into our next segment, I do want to mention our newsletter. It's called Read Instead, and it is the best of the Price of Business digital network. It includes my interviews with New York Times best-selling authors, uh, billionaires, and some of the biggest names in business and media. And uh, really some of the best thought leaders out there, like our guests this segment that I'll be introducing uh, in just a moment. Make sure you go to Read Instead, or actually priceofbusiness.com. You'll see the banner, though, for Read Instead on the right-hand side. Make sure you uh, sign up for it. There's no cost. One newsletter once a week. Make sure you check that out. So something else you're going to want to check out is our guests. Lee Kaplan, longtime regular on the program. Really uh, one of my favorite people to talk to. He is a business attorney and uh, very well established in that in that space. His firm is Spicer Kaplan and Veselka SKV.com. They're business law attorneys. Uh, but we talk about the law. We talk about business. We also talk about what's going on on the political front. Love to talk about what's going on the legal front. And you've got some interesting cases, uh, Lee Kaplan, that you've been taking, uh, keeping an eye on here in Texas. Yes, there are some new cases out of the Texas Supreme Court in the last year, that uh, some of which are as recent as a month and a half ago, that I think are worthy of note for business people. Yeah, very good. Uh, I, can, I can talk about them a little bit. One, one yeah, kind of give us a – go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. Go right ahead. That's fine. Well, you know, in commercial cases, lots of times the question is, what kind of insurance exists for that? And uh, there is normally, uh, in all kinds of cases for businesses, what's called an insurance company duty to defend. And uh, what frequently happens is people notify their insurance company. The insurance company says, we're reserving our rights. We'll pay your lawyers for now, but ultimately, uh, we're not, we don't think we have to defend or it's not our responsibility. And the Supreme Court, in more than one case, has talked about this. Uh, there's a case that's very recent that literally came out in May of this year called the um, – um, I apologize, it came out a little earlier. It's called Monroe Guarantee Insurance versus Bitco. That's not Bitcoin. And – the point is, if there's a question about uh, what's in the insurance policy and there's an, there is some outside evidence that goes only to an issue of coverage and doesn't overlap with the merits of the liability, then uh, in some circumstances you can use extrinsic evidence. In other words, stuff not in the insurance contract. So when somebody has a doubt, they should get an, a, a, an attorney to take a look and see whether extrinsic evidence might help them get the insurance carrier to defend them. And then there's another case called Dillon Gage, Inc. versus Underwriters at Lloyd. This came out last year. And the key takeaway that uh, has been identified to me by another law firm is the meaning of the term consequent upon. In other words, if the policy said that losses which are consequent upon an action of the insured, how broad is that term? And the real issue is um, 
what's called but for causation. In other words, if the act the the issue would not have arisen or the problem but for the actions of the insured, then there is coverage. And that's that's a big issue with a lot of people. Many people are frustrated with their insurance companies refusing to defend them on certain kinds of commercial cases. So if if a coverage issue arises, I would strongly urge people to contact their counsel and check into whether or not these newer cases affect coverage. That's that's one thing that I think is pretty important. And the other the other case that I have noticed, it's something that came out literally two months ago, and I should say that my law firm was on the losing side of this case. It's what's called the procuring cause doctrine. The issue is if you have a commission contract and you fire an employee for some reason um, and that relationship terminates, if there are commissions that might have been earned by the employee or that the employee was involved in before the employee left employment, if the contract is silent about that, then a jury is entitled to consider at least whether or not the employee was the procuring cause of those benefits, like sales. And Uh what that means is make sure your contract is very clear about that. And if it's not clear, as an employer, you're probably going to be either on the hook or at least vulnerable to a lawsuit, which naturally businesses, particularly smaller businesses, should want to avoid. So those are, uh-huh. those are I think, pretty important cases. Um, and then the only other thing I would talk about is when you're calculating taxes, for example, a franchise tax, we have lots of interstate companies. Where is it that the employee does his or her work? Or where does the technology perform the useful act? Where's the equipment located? And um, if the equipment is outside the state, then, and, and it's performed really by equipment and not a person, you may be better off if that other state has lower taxes. And so that's a case called Sirius XM Radio versus Heger. And these are, these can be big dollar matters to to companies, even if the dollars in absolute terms are not that large, they can matter a lot to a company which is doing business in more than one state. So there there are a lot of pitfalls to be avoided, and I think it's important to take a look. Get, Get your lawyers to look at the newest cases and see if there's anything out there that might help in avoiding taxes, avoiding liability, or lessening your responsibility in some way these are just Mm -hmm. you know they're not they're not really pitfalls but they're things you've got to think about all the time so buyer beware basically yeah especially in the first smaller company this stuff matters for a smaller business these issues are important you know three hundred thousand dollars can make or break a company if it's not a very large enterprise so absolutely. Those are the, well, I want to ask you. Uh, I got important. you generated Go some questions, so I'd like to uh, j- ask a couple of questions, particularly on the first one. Um, talk a little bit about uh, you know when I I hear this, 
you know, when I look at contracts for insurance companies, policies, when I look at policies, you know, you can't help but be flabbergasted by the often pages of small print for relatively <laughs> uh, what feels like you know, when you thought you were going into it, uh, affordable, simple policies, but they're not that simple uh, after that. And, and Texas is very well known for uh, creating policies, creating uh, laws that favor business. And the Supreme Court of Texas in particular, if something gets up to that level, they kind of gravitate the exact same way. It, it is one of the most overwhelmingly uh, conservative, and I would argue pro-business, uh, courts out there. What you know? So, what do you do from a preventative measure? It sounds like a lot of insurance policies, particularly for business owners, are almost nothing but insurance of peace of mind until you actually have something go 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 wrong. Um, that doesn't. <laughs> that's not really helpful long term wise. Well, I hate to uh, tell people you've got to go hire a lawyer, but candidly, these policies are pretty hard and. You know, insurance companies are in the business of making money, and that often means looking at claims in a very skeptical way. Businesses are not normally in the business of just worrying about their insurance. And so the insurance companies very, very carefully scrutinize their own contracts. You know, very few businesses are large enough to negotiate and write their own contract with an insurance company. So the carrier has the advantage of prior knowledge, knowing what state's uh, law apply, knowing just how tough or easy the courts of that state may be on particular issues. And the, the key thing, I believe, is if you're negotiating a policy, at least get your insurance agency to walk through it with you. I personally find these things mind-numbing, and I roll my eyes when I look at them. They're very difficult. Uh, there are lawyers who specialize in this, and they, frankly, frequently specialize in being adverse to insurance companies. And I think that's important. If you could have a catastrophic problem, then you have to take the approach of, I need to know what I'm covered for, because... Mm -hmm. uh, too many people don't do that. It's hard to blame them, but that's what people do. Yeah, and business, business, particularly the ones that you noted are the most vulnerable, which is the smaller businesses. Those guys are already working 60, 70 hours a week. They're just looking, really frankly, I won't say they're only looking for peace of mind. They certainly have hope that the policies would help, but they're not legal experts. Uh, man, it's just very difficult. Uh, you know, you kind of nailed it. They kind of needed an attorney. Well, sometimes the cost of the attorney to figure out whether the validity or the pitfalls of what they're purchasing, uh, how it's going to hold up, can cost more than what the policy costs, <laughs> depending on now, the issue. The other, yeah, there's a related <laughs> issue. Years ago, I had a client, an established business client from another state, and they had an insurance carrier that was just known to be very, very difficult to deal with. And I asked the in-house lawyer, why are y'all taking out your D&O coverage with a particular company? And she said, well, Lee, we have to have D&O coverage. We know this is bad, but it's what we – she didn't use the term fig leaf, but that's what I took it to mean because lots of people are required to have insurance for certain things. And – They'll get the cheapest insurance they can and pray that nothing happens. 
uh, because they just need to be able to say they have that kind of coverage. They need it to hire directors and officers and retain them, and they need it sometimes for uh, the outside business world uh, looking to make sure they have that kind of coverage. So wow. it, uh, it can be a minefield. It really can be. Lee Kaplan, skv.com. Always love chatting with you. Uh, final thoughts as we wrap it up? No, except I seem to be advising people today to go talk to a lawyer about legal problems that can arise, and it's just a question of what the appetite for risk of a particular business is. And in many cases, uh, that that appetite for risk is not tested until it's too late. And that's yeah. what I would caution people against uh, going into. Yep, that makes perfect sense. I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.